Don't you laugh as a hearse goes by, for you might be the next to die. They wrap you in a big black box and cover you up with dirt and rocks. All goes well for about a week, and then your coffin begins to leak. The worms crawl in, the worms crawl out, the worms play peanut knuckle on your snout. They eat your eyes, they eat your nose, they eat the jelly between your toes. A big green worm with rolling eyes crawls in your stomach and out your eyes. Your stomach turns a slimy green and pus pours out like whipping cream. They spread it on a slice of bread, and that's what you eat when you are dead. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? It's from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Meanwhile, let me pass on a good word about the new Wonky Times. Wonky Times. Wonky Times. Alright, it's time to get wonky. What do you say, Brian? I have been waiting to get wonky all week. Hey, it's Matt Sterner here. I'm here with my robotic friend, companion, and co-host, Robo Brian. Thank you very much, Mr. Robo Brian. I'm not very <laughs> fond of that song. It is a little overrated and overplayed, if you ask me. Hey, Brian, we've got a, a pretty spooky show going on this week, too. Ooh. Did you hear about the Ouija board that's being blamed for sending 28 schoolgirls to a hospital in Colombia? I did, and I have experienced worse. For instance, that time I played Monopoly and Connect 4. I would rather talk about those police officers who reported hearing a phantom train. Okay, yeah, that, that's a better story. So this uh, so-called phantom train made itself known in Swalling, Swaddling Coat. <laughs> Hold on. Swaddling Coat. It's a district of South Derbyshire, England. Choo choo. <laughs> Is that what trains sound like, Brian? <laughs> so uh, these uh, two police officers were at the police station when they suddenly heard a loud rumble. They soon realized that the sound was getting closer, and they were shocked because leaves started to blow, the air around them moved. Pretty creepy. All aboard the Nightmare Express. So apparently this is a historic railway in the town, so there may be some spooky dudes and dudettes hanging around the tracks from the old days. And in case you were wondering, both of these guys were tested for drugs and alcohol, and they both passed, so they must have been studying. Perhaps they read the cliff notes. <laughs> and okay, now I want to present to you a very special interview I had with my friend Robert Montano. Montano. Monta Mo it's not Montana, I promise. But he was actually on the show before. He talked about his alien experience in Palm Desert, California. Yes, I remember Robert. He's someone I'd like to hang out with. Maybe grab a bite to eat at a local sandwich shop. <laughs> yep, that's the guy. You guys should really hang out soon. Um, but anyways, here it is, and I hope you enjoy it. Ooh. Robert, you've been on the podcast before. You came on uh, maybe a month ago or, or a few weeks ago. Some time ago. Uh, <laughs> what, what is time? <laughs> it's relative. Uh, you came on and told us about a UFO that you saw in Palm Springs, but that was isn't all that you've uh, experienced Absolutely not, man. I'm a chock full of paranormal experiences. <laughs> and, and a little background on Robert here, if you didn't catch the other episode, he's a, a YouTuber, a professional YouTuber. That's what they say, yeah. Um, is that what you call yourself, though? I, I mean, don't know. yeah, because I make videos for YouTube. Sure, I'm a YouTuber. But you have a channel called Late to the Party. That's it. And uh, you and your co-host, Vanessa, you guys, um, well, t you, you, you explain it. You're Wait, better at this. We watch things. We watch things. So either you don't have to or we get to experience them with you once again. Movies, trailer reactions, whatever. Movie related for the most part. So anyways, you, you were telling me that you 
had a haunted girlfriend. What were you dating a ghost? What what is this? What do you mean? She could have been, man. She ghosted me pretty hard in the end, but not really. <laughs> It was it was more so just uh, I think a, a, an attachment. There was an attachment to her, and I've already come across someone in my life that had an attachment. She was a girlfriend uh, of my uncle, who eventually turned into an aunt. But yeah, she had an attachment. And I knew about it way back then. Never saw anything. Always heard about things that would occur around me, but I I never got to experience it. But then I got to experience it on my own when I ended up dating a girl for a number of years and started realizing that there was something more going on uh, than just the relationship. So so what do you mean like like did was a ghost um, like attached to her? Like you know, like like ghosts get attached to homes. What is that movie? Um, is it Insidious where they think the house is haunted, but sure. it's actually the kid that's I've, haunted? I've never seen Insidious. We are going to really, watch it I on the channel. The <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew there was something going on with uh, a ghost. I had no idea, but no, there there was uh, just certain moments that did end up happening collectively when you look back on it. And then she did mention how she would uh, end up seeing possibly. Um, smoke people at times, you know, just a dark presence, a dark entity in the darkness, which is, you know, you can chuck that up to, you know, just seeing things in the dark, but she would every once in a while experience something or out of the corner of her eye. But other than that, we didn't really find anything physical in terms of uh, presence until maybe towards the very end of our relationship. So do you, do you think this, um, you know, spirit or ghost, whatever paranormal figure, do you think it uh, was showing up more when your relationship be- began to crumble, crumble, just get destroyed? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then I only heard about it secondhand from her. But towards the end, there was a point where the first experience that I experienced was at, shortly after I ended up moving in with her. Uh, and that was one of the earlier experiences. And I remember uh, we were asleep and in the middle of the night, she woke me up and she told me that somebody turned on the light in the closet. And I look over and I just see the light pouring out of the bottom of the door of the closet. And the first thing I, I'm very skeptical when it comes to anything, anything that could be considered paranormal. I like to, you know, think it through and figure out what is truly going on before I can chalk it up to uh, more than normal, paranormal. And first thing I said to her was, did you remember to turn off the light before we went to bed? And she thought for a little bit and she said, no, she wasn't a hundred percent sure. So the parent, the part of me that was trying to dismiss it and figure out what was going on came out and said, oh, well, then I think it's nothing. And then we went back to bed. But in my head, I immediately was like, we never turn on the light and we never go to sleep without turning the light off. So because it is a nuisance. So Mm -hmm. in my head, without me saying anything, uh, I did suspect maybe there was a little more to that situation. Did you notice any like higher electricity bills during then? Like, did you guys get the, the EMF was so off the charts that like I ended turn up on the paying, lights all the time? You know, maybe a five spot, ten bucks. It ain't much. They don't <laughs> they don't use a whole lot of EMF, but yeah, no no high price bills. 
But I did end up getting a lot more pollution in terms of noise pollution because I would hear what sounded like people walking in different parts of where we were living. And we moved after that. And we didn't move because of that, but we did end up moving immediately after to the point where in my head, if there was anything, it would just get left behind. Um, but that was not the case when we reached the very end, which was a very, um, I would say, emotional time, especially there was a death in the family at the time as well. Um, and there was a lot of energy, negative energy behind the crumbling of our relationship to where multiple uh, encounters did end up occurring. What was the, uh, what was one of the craziest, um, encounters that you had with this, this ghost? So the three, the three that ended mm -hmm. up, uh, occurring, uh, when we ended up moving over to our new place, um, and granted this relationship lasted three years. So in the third year, uh, we had already been in this new place for almost a year, and after a very big fight that ended up occurring the night before to the point where, you know, one of us had to just walk away from the other and stay away from the other one for a bit just because things were getting too agitated and aggressive with words. And, you know, so we parted ways and had not seen each other uh, yet at this point of this next encounter. But I ended up coming home from work and I was doing a little more work on the computer in the dining room that we had. And before I knew it, as usually happens, like when you're playing either video games or you're on the computer for a while, you know, nightfall comes and it's dark before you know it. It's just dark in your place. And I didn't turn on any lights at that point. I'm starting to get scared here. You you should be, but <laughs> I didn't turn on any lights. I'm, I was sitting pitch black and I didn't realize this, that I had not turned on any other lights in the place, except for when I shut down my computer because I was leaving. So I shut down my computer. It went completely pitch black to the point where you can hear nothing. You hear no sound and it's pressing on your eardrum. <laughs> And if any sound were to happen, it would cut through the lack of sound and hit mm. you like a ton of bricks. So I stood up from my computer and I was walking out of our place towards through the living room on my way to the front door. But in my head, I felt that there was somebody there. I felt it on my skin. I felt it in my being that mm. somebody was standing in the room with me. So my brain immediately shifted to, please don't say, hey, please don't <laughs> say, hey, literally word for word, please don't say, don't hey. say, hey, don't say, hey, mm -hmm. don't say, hey, because I just felt the pressure on my ears to where any noise would, would definitely, uh, ring loud to me. And I just felt like something was going to say something. Mm -hmm. I took a few steps about halfway through the living room in my ear and I could still feel it on my ear. I heard, hey. Hey. So what'd you do? Did you say hey back? Froze. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't in a talkative mood. I froze in place in complete darkness. Wow. 
immediately my brain tried to justify it that I manifested hey out of my head because mm. I wanted to hear hey by telling myself not to hear hey. I may have even said at some point, don't say hey as mm. I was leaving. That's how powerful it felt to me. <sighs> and when I felt it on my ear, I froze in place. I stared forward, my stomach shot out of my mouth, basically, and I never looked anywhere except towards the door, and I walked towards the door. Did you turn the light on or anything? No. You didn't want to see? Nope. (laughs) I'm getting chills, like, listening to this. This kind of stuff always creeps me out. Like, I feel like later tonight, I'm going to be laying there and saying, don't say hey, even though there's nothing. And it's going to happen every time because our brains are powerful. (laughs) My dog will learn how to say hey. Or something. <laughs> so you said there were three. That was that was just one of them. That was just one of them. So the next instance that I ended up uh, having happen was we ended up going. We ended up getting back together as one would. We broke up. We did break up, and then there was a death in the family, and there was a lot of uh, grief and sadness that ended up happening, and I ended up coming back and staying there and when we were there the uh we went to bed and already at that point that place i could feel thickness in the air ever since our relationship crumbled Mm. and i felt it in that place the day i i heard hey and the couple times that i went back to get my stuff it felt like i wasn't supposed to be there. And I grabbed my stuff and left. It could have been the ghost doing it now that I think about it, getting into a little analysis. Yeah. But when I came back and stayed there the very first night, we were asleep once again, and I heard a crashing sound, like loose change, a bag of loose change falling off a dresser or something and hitting Mm. the floor. And we immediately got out of bed and it was loud, very loud. And I walk over and on the floor in the middle of the room was her jewelry case. Mm-hmm. And it, this is this was a little chest, jewelry chest with her necklaces and all that stuff in there. Something that wouldn't easily fall off nope. a shelf. Or and it, it was in the back of the dresser connected to the mirror so the mirror was on the back on the wall Mm. it was on the back of the dresser placed pushed up against the uh the mirror and then it ended up uh ending up on the floor in the middle of the room was anything missing no everything was still inside but you could hear it like (laughs) jostle around so it's a clumsy ghost it's not really like a a thief i think he was trying to bash me over the head with the jewelry (laughs) box this ghost did not want me around maybe he was trying to propose to your your girlfriend at the time maybe that's why maybe he didn't want you around uh, that in retrospect, or, I don't in, know if it's a he. I in, just assume. You know what? We have no clue. It just could be an overprotective family member yeah. uh, that just didn't want me in that situation. But uh, the 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 experience of that night again, I felt like the first night with the uh, closet and the light in the closet, where I immediately tried to debunk it and justify it, and just said, "Oh, maybe it was just on the edge. We were moving things around." Uh, but I knew that wasn't the case mm-hmm. at that point. After having already heard, hey, in the next room, you know, merely weeks before, uh, I already knew that there was 
definitely more to it, and I was actually okay that more than my foot was out the door in this relationship. So when you guys, you, you said you guys weren't together for a little while, did you experience anything um, during that time, or was it only... Completely silent. Everything okay. was gone. No experiences, the feeling was gone, that I was being watched, that there was something around me. You know, something you get pretty much with like high EMF, you feel it on the skin, but mm. uh, I no longer experience it. But I did hear the experience did end up uh, getting passed to another in this relationship. What did the, the, the ghost got passed? Not no. passed per, per se, but the experience mm. ended up getting passed to somebody else after me. So oh, okay. I ended up hearing uh, that the following person who ended up in the relationship ended up mentioning to me at one point without you giving them a heads without up. me yeah. ever saying anything and to this day have yet to tell that person this story any of the stories because it was more so like good luck <laughs> <laughs> uh that when they would wake up they would see dark figures in the room in the middle of the night standing there that <laughs> and they would get so scared that they wouldn't move and then eventually the dark figures would vanish Yikes. Not my experience. <laughs> and I'm so glad that that did not happen to me. So it's like the ghost is getting a little more, bra like, it's getting braver, it seems like. With it's this new showing person. its true colors for sure, which is dark specter <laughs> and scary. Which one of those uh, experiences made, made you go eek? Hey. The most. The hey. Hey, because <laughs> I felt it on my ear. The chills. Even when I tell this story to certain people, it's how you sell it to when still, it's one of these does stories. Does it still bother you when you talk about it? No, because I feel so happy that I'm not around that person anymore <laughs> because I feel like I've completely moved away from any sort of scary spookiness at the moment, mm. but yet I'm willing to go chase it down again at Skinwalker Ranch <laughs> if you listen to our last podcast. Wonky Times will be right back after this short commercial break. When Polly came into my life, I had no idea how much I needed the level of companionship that a dog provides. She lights up my life. And now, thanks to Mass Turner and Wonky Pet Portraits, I have this incredible painting of her that celebrates the fun, cool, confident gal that she is. Everyone should have a chance to see their pet through Matt's eyes. So what are you waiting for? Head over to wonkypetportraits.com to turn your pet companion into a real work of art. Well, from what I know about you, Robert, you're a big Ghostbusters fan. Is this, do you think you you like lured this this type of thing? You're trying to like bust ghosts? I'm biased because <laughs> of my love for Ghostbusters. It's very possible, you know. I did practice in the uh, the dark arts of the paranormal just by watching Ghostbusters. In fact, my father got very angry when we ended up watching the first Harry Potter film because it had to do with witchcraft. Uh, granted, I was 18, so I said, "Get out of my room, Dad. You're not the boss of me." But yeah, it could be that I ended up bringing the ghosts and ghouls into my living quarters because of my love for those four. You're, you're like ridiculoso, Dad. Get out of here. <laughs> Oculus repair. I need new glasses, Dad. <laughs> Vanessa chiming in. I can kind of relate, Robert. You know, because I've lived in in places before where like lights just turn on randomly. Then I get up to go turn it off, and then it turns off before I get there. It's like they're messing with me. Like, why can't ghosts do 
other things like give me a, a back massage or make you a sandwich or, or something. yeah make me a sandwich you know fix the leak in the roof I've actually seen a ghost take you over, take your body over, and walk you downstairs, look into a closet, shake your head, and walk back up to bed. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Robert and I lived together about... Um, 15 years 15 ago? 15 years ago, and I was sleepwalking. Or no, maybe it was a ghost. Who knows? It's very possible that they used you like a marionette and just walked you around, so... I know I'm getting old now, because when I sleepwalk, I only make it about, like, four feet. You take a and nap? And then I get tired. Halfway through? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you take a nap from your sleepwalk. <laughs> hey, that was a heck of a lot of fun, don't you think, Brian? Yes, I am totally sleeping with the lights on tonight when I go to sleep. Oh, come on, you don't sleep. You just plug into the wall every night and mumble with your eyes closed. <laughs> well, anyways, this uh, this wraps up this week's episode, though. I know, I know. Don't forget, though, to subscribe, buy a t-shirt, maybe a baseball hat, a fanny pack. We've got all kinds of crap in our wonky times store. Plus, if you have seen anything strange, we would love to hear about it. Email us at getwonky at wonkytimes.com for a chance to be featured in an upcoming episode of the Wonky Times podcast. Well, that's it. Thanks for getting wonky with us, everybody. It's time for Matt and Robo Brian to get the heck out of here. Bye.